Hello, lovelies, and welcome to episode 11 of Listen Closely. One more time. One more time? Yeah. We're almost to the end of the season. We, oh, we have one more time. Yeah, we have one more time after this. Well, I mean, we have a bunch more times. It's right. It's just the end. The end is near. The end is near. Woohoo. At least of season one. Yeah. We're going to continue. Yeah. Um, for this episode, it's a two for one. Yeah. And the reason it's a two for one is just because... These are merely folklore. Yeah. Uh, old stories that have been passed down through the generations. You may have heard them, you may have not, but it's just some stories that have been passed down around this area. Yeah. And my favorite one out of this this series is going to be uh, it's going to be quite the shock because we figured out something that most people didn't. So well, we'll get into that in a minute, and I'll, I'll explain that later. So the first one that we're going to be talking about is... Goat man. Goat man. The goat man. Okay, let's let's preface that. The goat man of Silsby, Texas, because there's a lot of goat man stories. Yes, and there's actually one about a goat man's bridge. Right. Uh, somewhere in Texas. We are not talking about that one no. today. We might do it another time. Right. But as of today, we are talking about goat man in Silsby. That's right. I know you've heard of goat man before. I have. I grew up. Hearing about Goatman. I honestly had never heard of it. Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh, everybody knows Goatman. I didn't. Yeah. So it was actually kind of cool because I got to learn one of the folklores around here. Yeah. That somehow missed me. It's uh, it's definitely a, a, a different story. And there's about a thousand different people that will tell you a thousand different tales. Right. So. So we're going to, first off, say we are not giving out the specific location no, we will of not. this one. Yeah. Um, all I'm going to say is that it is north of Silsby. Yeah. Somewhere up there in a cemetery. And yeah. that's that's all I'm going to say about it. That's it. One of the versions is of a man who got into an accident. Right. Where he got uh, some kind of deformity. Yeah. And because of that deformity, he uh, he had kind of a, like, what would you say, like a hump? Yes, walk, it was like, like a, a hunch to walk. A hunt, yeah, like a, a, hump, a humpback walk. And uh, this man was a caretaker of the cemetery that we discussed. That's somewhere north of Silsby. Right. And after he passed away, he is uh, said to still be walking around, taking care of the grounds. Right. Um, again, these are all speculation, folklore. Like this right. has absolutely no paper trail. Yeah, and to my knowledge. Nobody has ever seen, actually seen, the goat man. I mean, yes, there are stories that they've seen Oh, him. they have? Okay. Yes. See, I didn't know that. I, I've always heard that nobody's ever actually seen him. They just know he's there. But no, so... Apparently I'm wrong. So this is news to me. No, some people have supposedly... So, like, if you go to the cemetery, you're supposed to leave goat man uh, a beer, either right outside of uh, the cemetery, there's a stump. He's supposed to supposedly leave the beer there as an offering to say, so, hey, don't mess with me. Goatman likes alcohol. He, he's a bit of he's, a drinker. He's a, he's a beer drinker. Um, kind of, I like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so you're either supposed to leave it there, but then I heard another account where you're supposed to leave it at his actual headstone. Yeah. Or not really his headstone, but the headstone that's in the middle of the cemetery. Right. So this cemetery, I will say, is a family cemetery. Right. There are a couple different headstones. We went out there. And which there is are, which is actually why we're not going to disclose the location out of respect for the family. Right. Right. Because, I mean, it's I wouldn't say it's really a private cemetery. Right. Like, you can go to it, 
But they just ask that, you know, we don't publicize it and, you know, just have millions of people going there. Correct. Destroying their family cemetery. Because right. it is their family cemetery. Right. So we want to be respectful. But um, apparently there's a headstone in the middle. Yes. That you can also leave the offering to. Oh, okay. Um, one person said something about the Four Corners. Yeah, so the story I heard is that, so there used to be a ritual, if you would. I'm putting that in my finger quotations. I know you can't see me, but so you're supposed to stand in the middle and you go and touch all four corners and then you stand in the middle and you spin three times and you say his name and he's supposed to appear. Oh, so you say Goat Man three times? No, you say his actual real name, which we will not disclose. Yeah. That's the story I always heard. And just so we're talking about that, the actual story I heard back in the day mm-hmm. was that it was a family man, and he had a plethora of kids. Right. So much that he actually bought a old school bus mm-hmm. to drive these kids around. Well, the story I always heard was that this school bus actually got into an accident, and all the kids passed away. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he actually became, and he, like you said, got into an accident. He got deformed. Um, and so that's why he became the caretaker of the property because he oh. wanted to take care of his kids' graves. Right, so it makes sense right. for the family cemetery. Right. And so. I'm sure he was pretty angry that he survived while right. the others did not. And so that's why, and so when people would come out there, he would scare them off. And that's where I always heard, because it wasn't that he was actually a goat. It was that he was looked and walked in the form of a goat. Like, okay. yeah. So that, that's the story I always heard. Which, for those that, have, that actually know where we're talking and have actually been there, there are a lot of children graves. Right. So that story kind of lines up to yeah. what's there. It being a family cemetery, and, you know, I, I didn't see like dates per se on them no yeah and like like i said this is all hearsay you just see baby last name right like that's all you really see right so that kind of yeah it it could be possible i I don't know but uh but that's the story i grew up hearing so right but if you do know where we are talking about again we ask that you do not disturb it in any way um you know the family just out of respect for the family just be good to it yeah don't go trying to Always enhance, destroy. never destroy. Right. Just be respectful. Yeah. But that's Goat Man. Um, there's not really a whole lot to it again. It's yeah. just merely folklore. The story's been passed around so many times, and so many different people have done or, you know, said different things. Right. I actually had an old co-worker who told me that when she was younger, they went. And she said it was really funny because, or not funny, but... Um, she said that when they were there, again, it was when they were younger, and they heard the stories, so they wanted to, of course, go out when they and right. see for themselves. So it was dark, and they were walking around this cemetery, and I don't remember how she said it, but somehow when she walked, her foot sank right by one of the graves. Yeah. Which, I mean, this area, it's it's not Right. It's, it's not, not crazy. Yeah. It's not impossible. But she said it scared her so much because she thought Goatman was coming out to get her. And she yeah. ran and has... She's gone back, but, like, that was it for a while. Yeah. She's like, I'm done. I don't want to go back. Right. And I completely understand that. Um, but, yeah. 
and I can't, you know, you keep saying that. I can't touch on that enough. You know, if you're in this area, please. One of the things we try to do on this show is be respectful of everything that we go to or everything we see or talk about. Please be respectful. Um, this this is a, I mean, obviously it's a cemetery. I've, I hold cemeteries in high regard because it's a it's an honorous place to bury your dead. And it's mm-hmm. a hallowed ground. So y'all just please be respectful of that cemetery if you know where it is. And speaking of cemeteries, that yeah, that leads us into our second one. This is my this is my favorite one. So this one we actually just learned about like this month. Yeah, and it was com- by complete accident. I mm-hmm. was scrolling trying to find some more stories to come with um, this sh- on the show with, and trying to do some research and you know just randomly searching on the internet and out came this one. Right. And uh, this one is, again, no paper trail other than one news article yeah. that talks about it. But, again, even that article says it's just kind of one of those myth legends. Right. And we are talking about the Silsby Vampire. The Silsby Vampire. Did you know there were vampires in Silsby? Not, not until a month ago. Or within <laughs> this month. Yeah. This is, this is fascinating to me. Yeah. Like... When I when you first told me this, I I looked at you and I was like, "Yeah, you're dumb. There's no such thing as a vampire in Silsby." So there is a vampire. <laughs> we have a vampire, guys. We have made it. You've yes. made it when you have a vampire. That's right. If you have a vampire in your town, you have officially made it as a town. Like zombies, everybody's got those. <laughs> yeah. Like vampire, us in Transylvania. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently Washington State. Washington State. Yeah, Oregon and Washington. The Twilight movies. Oh yeah. <laughs> We don't count those. We don't count those. Vampires aren't supposed to glitter. Our vampires don't glitter. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, the Silsby Vampire. There is actually practically nothing on it. No, there's not. Other than, like I said, this news article that says some people have gone to the cemetery mm-hmm. um, within Silsby. Should we say where we at, where it's at? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, that's okay. You, you know the name of it. Oh, the the name of the cemetery? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Rest Haven... Memorial Cemetery in, right. in Silsby. Apparently, it's just uh, a grave that really creeps people out. Yeah. And the story goes that, okay, so this very young, eccentric uh, young man passed away, and then he was believed to have been a vampire. Correct. And he had, you know, in the little tombstones, you know how you have the picture on it, the name and right. birth, death, and all that. Well, the picture is said to always be missing. Yeah. No matter how many times. Now this is a well taken care of right. cemetery. Like they yeah. they maintain the cemetery. So it's not like an old decrepit by yeah. any means, no. Like they take care of the cemetery and every time they would replace this picture, something would always happen. Right. It would always break or it would just go missing. Yeah. Um and the picture did have obviously the vampire in it. Right. And it was around the 1970s is when this article talks about uh, the grave. Right. And there's another version. So there's actually a couple of culprits for this one. Yeah. And that's this is the weird thing about this one. because And this is what I wanted you to get into. Because for us at the first, when we started researching, and you know I researched for like three days on this topic, it got very confusing because people from different places were saying different things. Yes. Uh, and it was two different graves. So that's so, what was throwing me off. There's actually more than just two. 
Really? I didn't know there was more than two. So, we're going to tell you which two seem to be the main two of what almost everybody that actually knows about this story right. can agree on. Because, actually, it's not that known. Yeah. Um, this article popped up, and even, like, two years later, people were still kind of very confused about this one. Right. And, again, I asked on one of our local group sites on Facebook, and people were just very confused. They're like, yeah. well, what are you talking about, vampire? We don't have a vampire. The two culprits, one of them, I will give you his name is Leo Watts. Mm-hmm. Leo was born in September 1st, 1912 in Mauriceville and died October 3rd, 1936, again in Mauriceville. And he was right. uh, buried in Rest Haven Cemetery. So that means he was aged 24 at the time of death. Right. His uh, gravestone... Which is, this is creepy. Is very, that seems to be the most likely. Right. Because if you look at his picture, which there actually is a picture right now, currently. Now the picture is, it looks like somebody took like a BB gun to it and it cracked it a little bit. But you can still see the picture. Right. And the picture itself, you see a very young man and what looks like some vampire teeth on the, uh... On the picture, which, you know, yeah. I mean, if you, at first glance, you're like, oh, yeah, you see, like, you see those canines, and you see them protruding right. out. But um, that's really all I have for him. So, you know, they have that show called Mythbusters. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and bust this one right now. I believe, and, and if you know anything about the medical field, you know that people, like, so these front two teeth, the teeth that they talk about vampires having extra long are called your canines, okay? And they're the ones that protrude because those teeth in your mouth are the longest out of every all the other teeth. I believe, and, and, and this has happened before in history, that the man just had an abnormality in his canines, mm-hmm. which caused his teeth to be a little bit longer than most. So, yeah, uh, Leo Watts is one culprit, um, which going... Along, I guess, with his, is one person posted that a very old man once told him a story uh, a long time ago about a vampire that lived in Silsby. The vampire's house is now gone, and he told me that the vampire's tombstone had a picture of him on it, and you could see the fangs, which we just talked about, uh, would have to have been Leo Watts. He said, I admit this guy did have two long canine teeth in his picture, which we have proven. Right. I have since returned to the tombstone, but it looks like some kids had shot the picture with a pellet gun, which is the one we saw. Right. Um, you can still see one one side of his face, and you can see the canine. Now, genetic, genetics plays a factor in your teeth, but the old man telling me the story sure seems certain that this guy was a vampire. Right. So, I mean, even he says, you know, the genetics play a part. Yeah. So, um, going along with that one, is our second one, yeah. which directly behind Mr. Leo Watts. I mean, maybe maybe five feet. or about, Well, about ten foot, because the graveside is six foot, so probably about ten foot in front of it. Yeah, like literally, yes. if you're looking at Leo Watts, yes. directly behind him is Mr. James Vernon Griffin. Now, he was born November 23rd, 1926, in Texas, it doesn't give us an exact location, just says Texas, and died August 12th, 1936 in Hardin County. Right. 
which means he was only 11 at the time of death. Yeah. Which is a very, very, very young. Right. Um, and doesn't match up the eccentric young man right. story that was told. However, his epitaph. You want to get into that one? So, all right. So, in doing research, because I researched this whole thing, like I said, for three days. In doing research on this, this epitaph that is on Mr. Griffin's grave is 8th century. It's, it came about in the 8th century. And like we previously uh, talked before the show, came from a monastery. We don't know which monastery, but we know it was a European monastery. Now, in doing that same research, I found a copy of this epitaph in a book based out of Romania. Huh. So. Kind of adds to the to the vampire. Correct. Myth. And that's not, that's just, like I said, that's just coincidence. I, you know, it just happened to be like that. Um, but, yeah, so nobody actually knows the author of the epitaph. We just know that it's from a European monastery, um, and it's a very popular uh, one from back in the 1900s. So, with that being said, your evidence, please. So, and I quote, it says, Beware, kind friend, as you pass by. As you are now, so once was I. As I am now, you soon will be. Prepare for death and follow me. I'm just saying, and I've said this before, that if I'm standing in front of a gravestone and I see that written on that, I'm getting goosebumps. Like that that's that's very vampirish to say. Prepare for death and follow me. Like and we've talked about this before. You know, mm-hmm. um my belief is that throughout history, throughout the years, because these guys they didn't die at the same year, but they died sort of around each other in the first thirty years of, you know, uh the nineteen hundreds. And so... Well, they both died in 1936. Oh, they did both die? In, okay. Yeah. So they both... Well, they did, they did die in the same year. Mm-hmm. So I think what happened was these two stories between Mr. Griffin and Mr. Watts both coincided together. Yeah. And people saw the picture of Leo Watts. They read the epitaph on Griffin's grave. And throughout history, they've remembered... Because you know how people are. Right. They'll, they'll, they'll remember one part of a story and tie it to another part of a story. And, so uh, that's, that's what I think happened. Griffin, he has the photo frame. Correct. But the actual photo is missing. Right. Which would line up with your story about the photos always missing. Right. And so during this article, uh, which is about the people say placed in the 1960s when a group of high school students went to look for this vampire. Um, the article varies a little bit from what we've read and heard. Uh, it says that supposedly the gentlemen have been said to have been hundreds of years old and wow. had a unique diet of blood. Yeah. But again, haven't found any evidence. Hmm. So they decided to go and search for the vampire's grave. And this is one of the local residents' accounts of what he saw. We were the first ones that I can remember to ever go out to try and locate the grave, the gentleman said. We found it pretty easily because it was a huge headstone he continued to say that there were eight that night so there were eight people right Uh, he recalls immediately getting a bad feeling but he didn't want to look chicken in front of his friends i mean we all yeah we all kind of do this so he headed toward the grave okay this is where it gets interesting 
We got there, and almost the second we came within sight of the grave, the weather went from a clear, still, warm night to a stormy and windy night almost immediately. Hmm. Uh, the gentleman said that the group stayed for maybe five minutes because they wanted to see the picture on the gravestone. But as they got close enough to see through the rain and all of a sudden, the frame exploded. Wow. He says, I don't know if it was maybe lightning that hit it, but I did not see lightning at all that night. It just exploded. Hmm. It doesn't really match up with either Mr. Watts or young Griffin. Right. But that is just a little something something. And I told you that there were more than just those two. Yeah, so... Full disclosure on this, I haven't heard this one, so hit me with it, because I'm excited about this. So, the third one was from another uh, resident. Okay. She said that uh, she remembers the grave being somewhere else. Oh. That there was a different one than the ones that were uh, talked about, and it's actually located in the very back of the old part of Rest Haven under a tree. That there was a grave that was surrounded by spikes. And back in the 1970s-ish era, this was the grave that they called the vampire grave. Right. And so, a little foreknowledge of that. Um, Back in the day, uh, and we know about the bells on the graves. Right. So, if people were accident, because they didn't understand, they didn't do, you know, all the stuff that we do now. So, if people were buried alive and they were still alive, they would actually put a string with a bell on the grave that way they could ring it and notify somebody that, hey, they're not dead. Okay? Well, back in the day, when they accused somebody of being a vampire, they would actually build a cage over their grave so that the vampire could not get out of that cage. Hmm. Um, which, if there were spikes, it could, be, it could have been one of those cages that somebody had maybe cut off or something like that. Um it, it's possible, yeah. but, uh, yeah, so, and I, I remember hearing about the cages back in the day from history. Um, that's fascinating. I didn't know that there was something like that in, in that cemetery. That's cool. Yeah, and we, maybe we just overlooked it, because yeah. I honestly don't remember one having a fence around it, but, because, right. I mean, we searched for these graves, because in the article it says this huge, you know, headstone. Right. Like, you cannot miss it. We missed it. Well, and, and like I said, you know, and when, it's grown when we were out there. Right. So this was, you know, this was 1936. Obviously, you know, this is like almost a little bit over 80 years ago. So since then, the gravestones could have been changed. Things could have happened. You know, obviously, we don't know. But, like, this article was back when, you say? the nineteen twenty thirteen 2013 is when the article. This was 20, but when did the kids see it? 1960s. Yeah. So, a lot of things can happen from between 1960 and now. Right. Um, so, we don't know. But there could have been a huge gravestone. So, bonus. Next to uh, Leo Watts and James Vernon Griffin, there is a little something happening in that cemetery. Yes. So, yeah. And you know a little bit about that one. So, I'm going to let you <laughs> so, literally right next to them. So Yes. So, if, you, if you're looking at Watts' grave and you, you know, you, like we said, you see Griffin behind it. Um, but to the right of it is actually the mausoleum. Of only mausoleum. The only mausoleum in Rest Haven, which is the Dorians. To my knowledge, from what I remember, back in the day, there used to be a stone door. Mm-hmm. Like an actual stone. Uh, I could be wrong. But I, I thought 
you know, and this is like I'm saying, this is my memory might be playing tricks on me. But now there is a metal door on there. And people have talked about seeing orbs around those graves. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've talked about seeing people, ghostly figures, around those graves. Now, if that's the case, I've always uh, put it off on, okay, it's the way the moon is reflecting off the door. And that's what okay. they're seeing. Yeah. But, once again, that doesn't mean that I'm right. <laughs> so, that kind of goes along with uh, another part of this article. It says that a local man in his mid-twenties recalled visiting the grave with his friends and will tell you that one young man in their group saw a human-shaped shadow darting from tombstone to tombstone near the vampire grave. Right. So it's not saying that that is the vampire. It actually could be a ghost. It could be. But we're just going to go ahead and say it's the vampire. It could be. I mean, I don't know. Basically, that little area, that concentrated area, people are seeing some strange things. Right. Now, whether it's the moon playing tricks on you, or it's a ghost playing hide-and-seek, or it's a vampire that's looking for a midnight snack. Right. I mean, you, you don't really know. And the, the biggest idea behind that is that, you know, ghosts, like we always talk about with uh, EMF spectrometers and stuff like that, ghosts give off energy. Mm-hmm. And so there is actually an attractant that, that people say that ghosts have to other spiritual beings, like supernatural beings. So you might have a cluster of ghosts in one solid area and not even know it. And it doesn't have to be the same person. So, like you said, it could be whoever. It could just be a ghost from the cemetery, but it could be a vampire. And I know, because when we talked about this, when I first said Silsby has a vampire, you were like, okay, I can believe in ghosts. I can believe in a whole lot of stuff vampires right you, you're just yeah. you're not you're not following that I, it's hard it's very hard because there are so many myths about vampires that have been busted and i just i'm not discounting the fact but i'm gonna say that so let i'm me, not necessarily a believer let me hit you with this real quick i might change your mind just a little bit okay all right so you believe in angels i do and therefore, you should believe in demons. Correct. Do you believe in possessions? I do. So, if you look into the vampire lore, mm-hmm. it matches pretty pretty well with demons and demonic entities. It, and right, and and that's that's the that's the side that I do believe. I do believe that that can happen, and I do believe that a possession can cause someone to bloodlust, but. To me personally, I don't think that these are people, and this is how I'm going to say this. I don't believe that there are people out there who uh, drink blood and turn into a bat. Now, I believe a vampire could be a demonic entity, but I don't. I don't believe in the whole Dracula where he well, does his yeah. cape and turns. I mean, into a bat. that's that's more Hollywood, right? I mean, and you, I'm sure you don't believe in the glitter that happens with vampires. No. And- no, I do not. The fact that a vampire and a young actress who cannot act make a baby. Right. Yeah, I don't believe any of that. With their werewolf friend. Right. Who never seems to wear a shirt. Yeah. I don't really know. I've never watched those movies. <laughs> I read, like, the first book, and I was done. I was like, I, yeah. I had to struggle to get through that. I was like, yeah. I, I can't can't do it. But, yeah, those are the two. Yeah. 
Goatman and the Silsby Vampire. Those are fascinating. Two very different, but I mean, they both revolve around a cemetery. It just seems like cemeteries are like, there's something happening at every cemetery. And there, there is, those are two really good stories, especially the Silsby Vampire one, to do some great research on. Maybe you find something that we might have missed. Yeah. Uh, my research skills are not as vast as most people's, but I try my best. So you could possibly find something that I missed. And if you do, please let us know because yeah. we we want to do updates on these stories. Right. And add to it because they are fascinating. And how can they send you updates? You can find me by messaging me on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. All of them are at HTT. Listen closely. Super simple. Yeah. Or emailing me at HTT. Listen closely at gmail.com. Awesome. So it's pretty simple. If you just type in HTT, listen closely, you're guaranteed to find me. That's it. HTT, I mean, listen closely. Simple, simple as, as that. that. Yeah. Simple. Awesome. Alrighty. So I think that's enough ghouls and creatures that yeah. bump in the night. Again, if you actually do visit these areas, if you know where one is. Yeah. And we gave you the location of the other one. Please always remember to only leave footsteps and leave it better than how you found it. We Correct. do not condone any trashing or uh, vandalizing of any kind. Do not do that. Right. You, you will not. You're not one of my fans if you do that. That's right. Um, I think that's all we have. Do you, do you have anything else to add to our spookies? No. Uh, I kind of just want somebody to do this research on this vampire thing and prove me wrong. Prove that vampires exist? Yeah. There you go. Somebody, anybody, I need your help. <laughs> That's all we have for you this evening. Uh, if you do, please leave five stars on Apple if you happen to be listening on Apple. Or subscribe to us on Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, any of them. So that way you get your notifications on when these new episodes release. And as always, we want you to do one thing, and that's listen closely.